Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney, and you're listening to another great show only on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, feel free to check out www.4iradio.com. Spider Sense Tingling. Welcome to Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man podcast where we dive into every Spider-Man cartoon ever made. I'm Doug. And I'm Derek. <laughs> and is your Spider Sense Tingling? Yeah, Asian X is back and she's gonna goo ya. She's oh. still gonna goo ya. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Please don't. To listen to the show, find us on 4eyedradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Com. And of course, we'd like to take a quick moment to thank our spectacular patrons, Bo, Carl, Eric, Katie, Jason, Zoe, Brad, and Jonathan. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a night. <laughs> oh, yep. It's We're doing it. Night. We're here. We're recording against all odds. No <laughs> Cheer one, for us. No one knows the context. <laughs> it's been a technological disaster trying to record. <laughs> this and next week's episode all together um Mm -hmm. it's been a nightmare been a nightmare yes Um, we in fact were the ones bopped by a buggy bagel this time around uh but we're persevering (laughs) we are persevering no no one's starting (laughs) no one's no one's like destroying the multiverse now in this space we're just talking not yet (laughs) not yet i mean honestly getting there um on the verge but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no one knows. No one listening knows the context. It's just been a technology technology nightmare lately. That's fine. with us, and we've had to postpone. We almost had to postpone this recording twice. <laughs> um, almost was a potential for this episode to not come out on time, but here we are. It may, you know what? It still might not. Who fucking knows at this we'll point? We'll see. Just uh, clap we'll for see. us. We'll, we'll see. feel it. Hopefully, what we're recording will happen. The energy will uh, get which, to us. <laughs> Yeah, we're getting there. We're obviously we're vamping right now because we're have to, we're trying to work up to the, just talking about an episode of Spider Man and not wanting no. to burn the world down. No, you know what? Actually, I've figured it out. Uh, okay. We are talking about Black Cat this week, and classically, her whole thing is bad luck. So it's <gasps> oh only on brand that this, this particular week has been fucked. Kind of. That's kind of perfect. <laughs> oh geez now i'm kind of annoyed at you felicia but at least like it makes sense it yes. makes sense black cat's bad luck wow wow yeah if we can so... find thematic through lines yeah. uh we're usually pretty good so that genuinely so... improved my mood <laughs> so high concept wow damn yeah i mean it's cool though i mean i'm it's i'm it's been a long time coming to talk about this version of Black Cat on the show, finally, for real, for fucking. And boy, real. did I forget a whole lot. <laughs> I mean, me too. I, you know, I think I, I thought said it I last remembered. Week, I, was like, I didn't. Yeah, I, I had fa- false memories because I do actually remember an entire 
like getting your powers and training sequence that does not exist in this episode at mm. all. So it's in my head. I and, and I, I don't think, but I don't think it's like a future flashback thing or anything. I think I just like made that memory up because you just sort of just naturally because of the time skip in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Phil, I like, I filled in the blanks as a child and that never left me. And for some reason, <laughs> I just assumed that was part of the episode. Amazing. Um, I love so that. that was a fun surprise jumping into this one and not getting those flashbacks. But yeah. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about the episode that we're, we're the nineties. Felicia Hardy finally turns into black cat. We've liked Felicia as a, this version of Felicia as a character for a very long time. And we talked about it a lot last week, but sort of track, we were, we've enjoyed tracking her arc and it's such like an interesting one because there's no other black cat like this black cat in this show, mm-hmm. just because Felicia was like positioned early as like their Gwen Stacy replacement, essentially, um, which, you know, like. It, it, this this isn't a new thing, but I think it's been talked about time and time again that it's like decided not to put Gwen Stacy into the show because it's sort of like Gwen Stacy only known for dying. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, in 2023, that's not the case anymore. But in Hell 1994, yeah. in 1994, Gwen yeah. Stacy was just the girlfriend who died, and so it it is kind of cool that it's sort of like the solution to that. I mean, the solution could have been to not kill Gwen Stacy, but um, <laughs> if you feel like you can't include Gwen Stacy without killing her, and you can't kill a girlfriend on Saturday morning cartoons. It is, it, it does end up, I think being a really cool solution where it's sort of like, well, that sec that, that, you know, alternate love interest in your Betty Veronica situation is one that like canonically is a superhero um, or, well, I guess canonically is a costumed character that yeah. may or may not be a superhero, supervillain or antihero, depending on, you know, when and where you're reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but having that on the horizon does make it really interesting because immediately I think it makes Felicia, unfortunately a little more compelling than I think the show's version of Mary Jane had been as much as I do like a lot of episodes that center on Mary Jane, because she always does just have to be the girlfriend and the damsel in distress. Yeah. You know, um, there's I think the, the end result is always, yeah, the end result is always like, does Mary Jane get with Peter or not? Whereas with Felicia, the end result is, does Felicia get with Peter and does she become the black cat? And if so, how? Mm-hmm. Which is like inherently more interesting, you know? Um, yeah. So it is kind of cool that they kind of ended up in that situation just like the the way that the cards fell into that situation is so interesting to me, like all, yeah. you know, all based on, you know, comic book canon and what you can and can't do on TV. Yeah. Yeah, I fully agree with all that. Um, I do have some quotes specifically about turning Felicia into Black Cat from John Semper, as usual. Um, they're also, as usual, kind of funny because John Semper is going <laughs> to is, is gonna John Semper. Um, yeah. cause, but, you know, obviously it's like this Black Cat is very unlike, in, in many ways, unlike your traditional Black Cats before and after because she's a super soldier, which is so fucking wild. <laughs> um, yeah. And like John Semper had said, like, you know, uh, th- I talked, I-, I just talked about why they introduced Felicia as a love interest very early in the show. Um, but he said he didn't know if he'd last long enough on the series to actually do it. Um, not the series last long enough. They always knew it would last 65 episodes at least. Um, but you know, he, he bumped heads with execs so often that I think he was like, I might be fired before I ever get to turn Felicia into black cat. So mm-hmm. I wasn't even really sure when it would really happen. And I think one of the reasons that it, it 
came so late was because I think that he hadn't really actually figured out how he was going to do it, like what that arc would be, <laughs> considering yeah. how wildly different this Felicia was from your traditional black cat, right? Um, mm-hmm. So he says, the way the way we did it with the whole John Hardesky thing didn't really occur to me until much later. Uh, that whole subplot that linked her to Captain America and the Super Soldier Serum was completely my idea, and I'm damn proud of it. <laughs> like, uh, Go off, right, John. <laughs> Go off, King. Um, but <laughs> But uh, but he says his reasoning for for you know deciding to, to deciding to tie it into that was that I always thought having uh, somebody project <laughs> bad luck onto somebody else as a superpower, which is the black cat superpower in the comic books, was ridiculous. Okay, I mean fair, I guess, but yeah. also it's a comic book. Like the, everything's ridiculous. I don't. Uh, and is is yeah. is taking a magic super soldier serum that like gives you muscles and makes you like a trained fighter instantly that much more ridiculous than black bad luck powers? I don't know. I, <laughs> my thing is like bad luck powers are way more unique than like most of your average superheroes or supervillains. You know I what I mean? Like that. I'm fine yeah. with it. Also, your idea is good, John. Your idea is good. You don't need to trash the other idea. That's you, true. You could just be proud of your idea. It's good. <laughs> right. And it's also like, I don't know. I also think cuz with Black Cat, the powers thing has gone back and forth too. Like she hasn't there's been wide periods of the comics where she didn't have powers either, yeah. you know. So it's like she also is just a trained thief. So it's like it, it is it is interesting that it's sort of like it wasn't just sort of like I would understand because like uh, that's how, you know, like actually I think every other version of Black Cat in animation that we've seen has never done the bad luck power thing. Oh, wait, no, I lied. 2017 uh, did the bad luck power yeah. one. That's right. But she's the only one. I mean, the 80s show and Spectacular didn't do anything with the bad luck power. Right. And so it, they it's just like. She is just a skilled thief and very agile and everything. So it's not like he was like looking at the comics was sort of like, I don't really like the whole probability bad luck power thing. Let's just not give her powers. It was just like, well, that's her whole thing and I'm not going to do it. So, but I've got to give her some kind of superpowers, right? Which is just sort of funny. Like, I don't, um, like I, I understand how he gets there with this Felicia because there's no way that this Felicia would be a superhero without superpowers unless they really were going to do like she trains for an entire year or something like that. Yeah. Um, which they obviously can't do on their short time. So I understand how they get to like magical superpowers vaguely that aren't really superpowers, but do get her to that like super strength, super agility thing without actually having to train her very much. Um, mm-hmm. And he does say that the super the serum thing uh, got them into like much deeper, uh, much deeper, richer storyline, uh, which he says, which I had to do to keep the series unpredictable and interesting, which I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, this, this, this does, I, I wasn't, I would have never expected if I was familiar with the comics when I was watching the show originally, I would have never expected black cat's whole origin to be tied into captain America. Like that is a, an absolutely wild swing and dots that absolutely no one would have ever connected yeah. <laughs> otherwise until now, you know? Yeah. I would say unpredictable enough that I felt like I was very familiar with this black cat. And then all over again was like, Oh, Oh, okay. I forgot about this part (laughs) and was surprised all over again. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. Yeah. It's, it's, it is fascinating. And I mean, like, I don't know, we, we can definitely talk about her portrayal, uh, you know, as, cause we're going to get plenty of her this season. So there's oh, plenty yeah. to talk about of her portrayal. It is interesting. Cause like, no matter what this black cat stands out in a number of ways from like every other iteration of her that we've seen 
in animation um, mm-hmm. I mean, and the comics too. But in terms of the podcast, like every other version of her is like wildly different from this, like just straightforward, heroic black cat. That's also <laughs> basically a Captain America figure, which yeah. is so, so bizarre you know, and so funny. <laughs> what's so wild though, is I feel like all the other versions we've talked about are what I felt like black cat was. But if this is the show I grew up on and this is the black cat I grew up on, like, where did I get that from? You know what I mean? Like, how did that enter yeah. my consciousness as, like, the standard if this isn't even the standard? <laughs> uh, so strange. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It is strange. I mean, it could be... I mean, Unless it, it was just it, it, also it, growing up with Catwoman at the Catwoman, same time. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think it's really easy to sort of conflate the two. And, like, even though this black cat is, like outwardly heroic in this show like not an anti-hero at all she still is like mischievous and like does the cat woman sensual talking and stuff yeah. like your like your other black cat versions would do so like you still get the broad strokes of black cat stuff really you get all the basic black cat stuff just the one thing you're missing is that like she is just outwardly altruistic mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of like yeah. out for herself which is an important core part of the other black cats but like every other aspect of how she operates and like her sort of flirtation with Spider-Man and their like uneasy partnership and stuff like that is still all there in this show, mm-hmm. even without yeah. the anti-hero or villain status, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Very fascinating. Well, let's start. Uh, let's talk about this episode. Then. Okay. Oh, it is of course available on Disney plus, and we are talking about Spider-Man, the animated series season four, episode three entitled partners in danger. Chapter three, the black cat. My spider says, I knew you'd come spider. Who are you? Just a stray black cat. If our little test subject has flown the coop, it will be very unfortunate for you. Don't worry, Kingpin. I've trained the black cat to be unbeatable. She should be returning now. Thanks for the vote of confidence. Spare me the theatrics. How did the operation go? Piece of cake. Did you perchance encounter that war-crawling menace, Spider-Man? No, I didn't. Hey, Spider, care to dance? Not this time. (laughs) What have you got to do with the Hardys? Cool it, Spider. I'm on your side. I don't team with anyone. You'll have to if we're going to save John Hardesky. Look, I don't even know who you are. Like you, I have my secrets. But that doesn't mean you can't trust me. All right, but we have to return this bike first. No problem. And then let's discuss this bad habit you have of taking things that aren't yours. The synopsis per IMDb is a mysterious figure called the Black Cat appears in New York and asks for Spider-Man's help in freeing John Hardesky from the Kingpin. Hmm. The original air date was February 15th, 1997 story by John Semper written by Robert Skur and Marty Eisenberg and Sean Catherine Derrick. Uh, we talked about Derrick last week and we've also talked about Skur and Eisenberg uh, quite a lot. Um, they wrote for like Scorpion's first appearance. They wrote a couple of like, Green Goblin episodes in season three as well. Um, regular writers on this show. Gotcha. And this is a direct continuation of last week's episode. So all of the characters and pieces are pretty much the same. So um, nothing really new to introduce here. So we can actually dive right in. Yeah, I mean, I guess Black Cat is technically new, <laughs> pretty new. But... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> okay, Black Cat is here, uh, and she's voiced by the same person as Felicia Hardy. 
I guess technically that wouldn't have to be the case, you know, uh, especially yeah. given this version of her right? Um, and a particular aspect of her that I forgot. Um, uh-huh. I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't have been surprised if there were two voices. Yeah. Um, but uh, that is not the case. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jennifer Hale's performance is very different when she's in black cat yes. mode, which I love. I love her, her performance in this episode, especially. Yeah. She performs yeah. two different roles, essentially. So that is actually... Mm-hmm. Uh, a good call out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this episode opens days after the last one um, with Spider-Man beating himself up for losing everyone in his life one by one. Um, so uh, he's searching for Felicia and Anastasia. He's been doing so for days, uh, which is longer than I feel like a lot of these sort of direct continuations would be usually it's like yeah. the next day or minutes later so that was like a cool thing for them to specifically call out yeah yeah i like that too and i mean it helps too because uh, as we see <laughs> there's th- i think the time skip is definitely needed for how they want to get yeah. black cat introduced here so right yeah I, I like how elegantly they just sort of throw that out just to establish that yeah Yeah, because it's been a few days, and then we are very quickly in this episode introduced to a mysterious cat burglar, who is very obviously Black Cat to anyone familiar uh, with the character, and she's breaking into Tower Top Jewelers, uh, and she cracks a safe, and she walks off with a whole sack of jewels. So it is, I mean, she is introduced uh, as a cat burglar, and she is introduced with a lot of the same sort of mm-hmm. uh, like criminal mannerisms as a cat woman. So even if she yeah. doesn't stay that way, she is introduced mm-hmm. that way. So I, I guess maybe that's where it's stuck in my brain real quick. Yeah, she gets that classic like the the glass cutting device yep. that thieves and cartoons and movies always use. I love it. Mm-hmm. I also like this is such a weird thing. Like I love like I love her claws, like the way that they're sort of under her gloves. Mm-hmm. Or I guess they're part I mean they're probably part of her gloves. Yeah. I doubt that she grew I don't know. I guess it would be cool if she grew Well, this grew version, gloves. who knows. She maybe she does grow claws when she goes into super super uh super serum mode but um <laughs> it's probably things under her claws but i love it i mean yeah. i just it's just such a cool part of her design and like just a nice little detail yeah yeah for sure i i love this next thing where she hears spider-man thwipping nearby so she's like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna set off the alarm i don't have to i'm not gonna get caught but mm-hmm. i'm gonna do it anyway just so that she can meet up with spider-man and draw his attention yeah. to her i love it <laughs> love that so fun yeah. And she like when he when he does inevitably show up, she like immediately just starts sparring with him. I mean, like from his perspective, <laughs> she's a thief. And so she gasses him and kicks him. Like, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I, it seems pretty villainous to me. It's not a it's like I under like it's it's part of Black Cat. She's having fun. And I think that like if you want to interpret it as like this version of Felicia, it's like this girl who's, you know, just been like a rich socialite, never really been in action her entire life. And honestly, has been like really clearly like depressed in the episodes leading up to this mm-hmm. and kind of bored with life. Now, finally being able to just like let loose and just sort of like be this version of herself. She's never been allowed to be, or probably never think she could have been like, I get it that it's just sort of like, she's just letting loose and having fun. Even if like that fun is like a little bit chaotic and probably not the right move. If you're trying to like get this guy on your side, but I think it works personally. It's really, it's, it's fun to, to see it. Unfold. Yeah. Well, and if you're gonna have a if you're gonna have a character like this that gets to be a little chaotic and mischievous, and they're cat themed, like make them play with their food. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's what we want. That's what we want. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, she gasses him. So he's like knocked out, not cold. Uh, you get your classic like black cat, like peeling his mask off. Uh, but she's like, mm, I, I, I want to know who he is, but it'll be far more rewarding when you decide to remove the mask yourself. She mm. says it way more sensually than I said it though. She's like full on <laughs> like sexy Jennifer Hale mode in this. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. She could have done it. She had him. Yeah. I mean, imagine like the first meeting and immediately like, all right, well, I know your identity now. Like, <laughs> you couldn't have done anything about it. Um, yeah. Off your game, Spidey. But uh, but instead, she just kisses him, uh, an unconscious kiss, which like not great, but also classic black cat. So like, you know. Yeah. And then she runs off, uh, runs off just as building guards begin to arrive. When they arrive, Spidey wakes up. Uh, so he's like fully missed anything that happened with black cat and missed that she's was is fully gone at this yeah. point and of course they are like who did it and spider-man's standing right there classic yeah. classic <laughs> classic <laughs> doesn't really like turn into all that much because spider-man just like no. runs away um yeah but here's the thing remember shield is wrapped up in this two-parter i kind of maybe willfully forgot <laughs> I mean, they really don't do anything in the, like they were a part of the last episode, obviously, because yeah. that's why John Hardesky had to be freed. Right. They're really they are absolutely superfluous in this one, and except for I, I feel like they literally only introduce them here, so then they can reintroduce them at the very end. Like they give them this one scene, and then they do absolutely like fuck all, except for like one superfluous action sequence right. I think, later on, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like I guess that they're sort of stuck because like they did incorporate them last week in a way that did make sense. So like, if this is a two parter, I guess they're like, well, we probably shouldn't just like leave them hanging, but they could have. I they think that they could have let them out and then brought them back at the end, and that's how you close yeah. that loop. I because yeah. I I don't I don't have no issues with how they're how they're used at the very end of the episode. To, right, you know, yeah, to same. wrap that up. I just like I didn't really need them. I feel like their their appearances in this episode are just sort of like interrupting the way more interesting plot that's going on. And like all it does is just make Shield look even like more and more inept like, right. with every right. appearance that they make. <laughs> well, especially because like here they the, Spider-Man is like fleeing from these like jeweler guards. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And when he is, Shield notices him. That's how they end up in this particular scene. And so Fury is like, oh, my God, bring Spider-Man in. Um, because we figured out that our Hardesky is actually the chameleon. We were duped and uh, Spider-Man was there. So he must be involved. And then Fury is like, is he trying to get the super soldier formula? And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's and like, then it's just such a he, leap for somebody who's supposed to be like a genius super spy. Right. It's a bizarre, <laughs> it's a bizarre leap. Cause why the fuck would Spider-Man want or you've worked with him before. It's not like, right. you, like don't <laughs> like, like even, I mean, by the end of this episode too, like it's very clear. Like they don't, it's not that they like don't trust Spider-Man. It's just like he fucked with them and then, you know, they're mad at him, but it's sort of like jumping from like being annoyed that he has like gotten himself involved to, he must want the super soldier serum for himself. Like, I, you know who Spider-Man is at this point. Like why, why does yeah. that make any sense to you? Yeah. These um, are the Supreme intelligence agents. Yeah. And, okay. and Nick Fury, <laughs> when he brings that up, he's like, he tells the uh, subordinates, he says, I'll have all your heads. If it falls into the wrong hands. I'm like, are you just a supervillain now? Is that right. where we're at with this? Yeah. I mean, I mean, granted Nick Fury, I don't like the guy in many iterations in many cases. Questionable and he is often, dude. A questionable guy, but like that is full on supervillain talk. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
it's bad. That's bad guy stuff. Yeah, bad guy stuff. Whatever. Yeah. I could I could I could do without shield in this. Yeah. I mean, I could do without shield in a lot of stuff, but especially this. But they're here too. Sorry to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, speaking of uh Hardesky, remember that guy? Hey. So at Kingpin's place we learn that um that cat burglar from that was sparring with Spider Man earlier, the one who like looks like a black cat. Uh her name is Black Cat. <gasps> and and guess what? What? She's Felicia Hardy. <gasps> because she's been given a Felicia was given a new version of the Super Soldier formula. <gasps> and that new version allows her to physically transform between <laughs> these two identities. Derek. I yeah, you forget, completely did you forget about that? Completely forgot that she physically transforms into Black Cat. Her body literally changes. She grows. Bananas that that ha- like she grows <laughs> she grows muscles and abs. Big. Her boobs get bigger, she gets taller, her hair gets her long hair and changes white. color. <laughs> yeah, it changes color completely. Like her face even gets a little more angular. Like she just changes into a different person basically. It's like <laughs> wild. It is wild. I had zero memory of her doing this, which I'm curious, like, as the series goes on, do they just, like, stop show her transforming? Or did I just completely black this out of the entire series? Or at least the part where she's in it. (laughs) They probably blacked it out because it's fucking weird. Like, it is it is. It is is a bizarre choice. I think, like, I... I mean, I I get why they're doing it. They explain why they do it, which is that, like... A super soldier typically, like Captain America, can't undo that. He cannot live in right. secret. He can't have an alter ego, really, you know? Yeah. Um, but like, she can. Yeah. Like, I get I get how they get to this point because it is it is like a rock and a hard place kind of position that they've got put, that they put themselves in because mm-hmm. if Felicia is so well known to Peter and they do want to play the secret identity game with her, like her costume isn't built to hide her identity. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think that they still could have pulled it off if she's just wearing a white wig and that little tiny mask. It's a very like Robin type of situation where it's just like, you know, aren't there versions of her that she literally is wearing a white wig? Isn't it? I mean, yes. Or am I mistaking her with someone else? But that's often how it is. But I'm saying like Peter Parker knows Felicia so intimately that if she was going to work with Spider-Man, it would be harder to buy that he wouldn't recognize Felicia given that, but, but, but in she superhero had, stuff, like, like, like 60% of his mask off. <laughs> that's true. And also like, that's why I brought up the Robin thing. Like so many, co- you know, so many costume heroes are just domino masks and that's enough yeah. of identity. And you're yeah. just by the of belief. So like it, it would have been fine if, if that's all it was and she still looked like Felicia. But at the same time, if you want to do a traditional black cat, just the character model of Felicia, she is beautiful, but she isn't like fucking buff. And I do understand mm-hmm. yeah. if they want to do a buff cat suit, black cat, sure. like it would be sort of, I mean, but you know what though? I take what? that back because Felicia's normal character design, that pink dress that she's in, it isn't like super form fitting. It's like flowy. It's like, it almost would be perfect to hide a musculature, right? Like it's like flowy sleeves and it's just like a skirt yeah. and like her top isn't, her blouse isn't, she's wearing a vest over her blouse. They do so that like, with it's, versions it's of Peter Parker. Right. So like, like theoretically. The size of his body doesn't change, but his clothes kind of cover up who yeah. he is. 
theoretically she could be in the same costume and just hide, yeah. you know, that same character model and just hiding muscles. And when she takes it off, like the cat suit is just a tighter fit and you see yeah. the muscles that she's gained. Um, but, but, but also she is drawn to be shorter than black cat is. So I also understand if they want her to be like on the same height as Spider-Man, which I appreciate. I think that she should. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say next is like, this is also a, like they took the opportunity to have like, a tall, strong lady, like yeah. right there. So, and so I'm not going to complain. It's just a wild yeah. choice that I wouldn't have expected them to make. Yeah. And one that I do not remember at all. So it's like cool yeah. that they were like, Hey, here's a muscle babe. You know what I mean? Uh, Cause That's all true. the, all the guys that are constantly fighting are muscle babes. So like yeah. it, it's right in line, you know? Yeah. She fits into the nineties aesthetic now. Yeah. So like yeah, she's got to have <laughs> huge abs actually. Now, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's only I never... fair. <laughs> I never had like an issue with it. Yeah. It was just, yeah. it's just breaking it down because it is such, it does feel like such an odd choice when you're watching it, but like it ends up, it makes sense. The more you think about it in the yeah. context of this show that like they kind of had no other choice, but to do that at this point, unless they radically rewrote what they were doing, you know? Yeah. 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 I'm ultimately fine with it. It's just wild that I completely forgot about it. Yeah, it's like, I'm so thinking funny. about it for the first time. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It's so funny. So wild. So basically, the, this whole the whole introduction of Black Cat, you know, thieving was just a test. Basically, Kingpin, basically the 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 formula was tested on Felicia, right? That's how she became Black Cat, and mm-hmm. so Kingpin was testing the effectiveness of it by getting her to go out and steal shit, right? Like, and that just makes him more money. If she steals some jewels, cool. There's more funds for Kingpin that can't be traced back to him because a random thief stole it. And also mm-hmm. he knew that like she would come back to him because her father is being held hostage. So it actually right. it's like a very well constructed situation uh that Felicia is in. And it's also a smart way to, to get Felicia yeah. into doing thievery without actually making her an actual cat burglar, you know, intentionally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. It's a lot of exposition in this scene, but I think it's like pretty kind of like well handled considering how quickly they have to like knock yeah. stuff out and do it without and, and do it without flashbacks, which I commend them for yeah. figuring out how to work it in in dialogue um, in a way that like doesn't feel overwhelming or anything. Yeah, I think so, because um, this show moves so fast that sometimes yeah. it, it runs the risk and does fall into the trap of just like being too fast and yeah. sort of leaving you behind and making you have to like go back a step and be like, what did I not hear the first time? This right. is like elegantly done. You don't, you only really need to hear it once and you know what's going on. It's smart too, like throwing you into this, like a post time skip thing because it's like, I mean, it makes for like all the reveals. If you're watching in real time, it makes like, you're kind of just thrown into that. Like, wait, what the fuck black cat? What the hell is this? And then all the reveals of like what it is are really interesting and like makes sense mm-hmm. given what was set yeah. up in the past episode, but it's still like, it makes it fun just seeing all this stuff radically revealed to you realizing like, this yeah. is just the new status quo that we're in. Holy shit. But also like, you know, the, it, it it is hard to believe that Felicia is this, you know, again, just sort of like rich socialite who just like kind of hangs out and dates people suddenly like is like not only is she super strong from the serum, but also like mm-hmm. knows how to use these devices and like does all these flips and knows how to fight now. Like it is no matter what, even with the date, you know, the, the few days time skip, it is hard to believe that she'd be good at it. But it's only like it, that's only when you think about it. Right. I think because they don't show like a training montage on screen, you're, mm-hmm. they're sort of like you're you're they're sort of like allowing themselves to 
not let you as the audience member think about it. Like they're avoid, they're like kind of avoiding even touching that. So you're just sort of like dumped into it. And only if you're like thinking hard on it, like we are breaking it down. Do you like go back and think about like, eh, that is sort of like, it is wild that she's this good at being black cat now, but I'm fine with you, it either way. I think no, honestly, I'm, cause I'm, like, I'm fine with it. Um, I, no, think I mean, I smart. buy it like in this world, even I buy it. Like mm-hmm. I don't, even if I think about it too much, I think it's fine because they tell you explicitly that there's been some number of days and they make a comment mm-hmm. about how the cat has trained her and she has superpowers now. So like, sure. I don't know. That's good enough for me. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, as we see her, like she's not perfect at it. She makes mistakes this episode and yeah. spoiler next week. She'll make some like mistakes too, that kind of like tell you that she's not perfect yeah. at it yet. For sure. For sure. But yeah, but I, I think it's a smart, it's just a smart move to like kind of avoid that anyway. It's sort of like they throw out the few days thing and that's all you need. Who Cat trained her somehow one way or another. We don't <laughs> need to see any of that stuff. And we just sort of like accept it. And she's like that now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it works out. Um, the only thing that I like, I do like the little detail that they have John Harasky like playing with a coin in his fingers and flipping a coin <laughs> when they're waiting for Felicia, which I feel like mm-hmm. is like, I know John Semper said he hated the bad luck thing, but it does feel like a reference to like black cat probability powers, you know, like flipping a coin is a very probability centered thing. So if nothing uh, else, it's hard to be. avoid the fact that she is black cat and thematically that's always going to have some connotation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But after after a black cat detransforms, she you know she gives Kingpin attitude about doing his dirty work and then uh, lies about having fought Spider Man. I think Kingpin mm. just asked her point blank about fighting, and she's like, "No, I never saw Spider Man anywhere." Actually, Mm-mm. yeah, it's like, "Well, that's annoying." Um, and then she also <laughs> like uh, lies about like, "I'm just so tired. Please, I I gotta go to sleep." They're like, "Fine, go back to your cell." Um, and she's like, "No, I wasn't actually tired. I just wanted to get away from them so I could." <laughs> Hang on yeah. with my dad. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, I love the Felicia Wilson Fisk dynamic. And, mm-hmm. like, I wish we got more of it because it was so fun. Like, she doesn't yeah. care. She doesn't care to talk, like, about talking yeah. back to this guy. She gives no fucks at all. Like, what's he going to yeah. do worse to her killer? Like, he ar- she already probably expects that he's gonna, you know? Yeah. So, like, she just says right. whatever she wants. And I love that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, right. And, I mean, she she kind of has, yeah, she kind of has a, a bit, a little bit of power over him because she is, like, the test subject that, yeah. you know, that, that they are studying right now. Like, yeah, she she I think you're right. She probably figures they're going to kill her one way or another anyway. But it's, like, for the time being, it's sort of, like. They're, you need they're not going to kill me until they've until you've got your you know your your experiment is over so yeah yeah that's yeah. yeah, good and, and i love too that she like clearly loves being black cat like she tells that to yeah. her dad in the cell she's sort of like i'm gonna love being the feline felon and it's like it is <laughs> it's, it's so fun and it's but it's like it makes sense though when you think about it and you've watched her whole arc of like like the beginning of the show, she's like your your typical like rich alpha bitch kind of thing, and then like mm-hmm. you know you see more shades to her, and she actually like is actually like a more complex and sort of hurt person, and and then she goes through all these different traumas and shit, and like after all the and you even like get moments of her like like the the uh the rocket racer big wheel episode that she has that whole sequence of her like driving the red convertible like away mm-hmm. from this fucking big wheel and stuff like she has gotten involved in action before. There's clearly like a three seeker aspect of her but she's like never been able to do anything with it and like all of her previous appearances have just been like depressed and sad and like upset that her boyfriends have never gone well so like it makes a lot of sense that it's sort of like 
she's finally in a position where she can do whatever the fuck she wants and <laughs> like fuck this like uh you know the past like rich socialite life like i can fucking just like break into buildings and jump around and kick yeah. people like this is fun as hell hell yeah yeah she has like all the agency in the world now which is something mm-hmm. she clearly didn't necessarily feel like she had even yeah. though it looks like it at first yeah absolutely it's great black cat's dad not as into it <laughs> understandable she's like or he's like uh i really didn't want you to like do what i do like i i was really trying to like keep you away from all that um and she's like you know what it's fine what were you gonna do about it were were we gonna stop the kingpin you know and he's like yeah i guess but like i just feel bad because i was never there and like the way i tried to keep you out of it was just by like not being around and then i had to not be around and i hope you'll forgive me and she's just like of course i do and then he immediately is like so anybody special (laughs) Like immediately goes from like this heartfelt <laughs> conversation about like I was gone most of your life, but are you seeing anyone? <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny to me. And she doesn't say who, but she does say that there is somebody. And we know that that is Spider-Man. She refers to somebody mysterious, which is how she referred to Spider-Man last week as well. Um, and uh, guess what, Derek? Kingpin was spying on them the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why they didn't think he would have been, to be quite honest. Like, she she specifically is like, oh, I just wanted to get away from him and talk to you. It's like, you're never away from him. You're literally in a cell. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think later on, her dad's like, no, that cell's definitely bugged. Like, I think he knew, but it's also like, where else are they going to go? Like, like, where else are they going to go? Like, they're going to listen to our heartfelt conversations anyway. So might as well just pretend he's not so we can spend some time together. No, it's just funny because, like, she starts this conversation with me like, oh my god i actually am totally fine i just fucking hate that guy like <laughs> and maybe she doesn't care right we already said she doesn't yeah, care about talking I right think, to his face but i don't think they give a shit they're just i think i think less it's less important about them hearing them and more important that they just don't have to look at their ugly fucking faces anymore <laughs> very fair <laughs> i just want to be around them oh yeah <laughs> Uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's fun. Well, at the Daily Bugle, and I always love a bit of Daily Bugle, Peter asks Robbie if there have been any reports of this new burglar in town, and Robbie's like, no, they really haven't. Um, but he does point out that Peter has someone's lipstick on his face. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a fun, (laughs) which is weird because Peter had no idea. So, you know. Yeah. And so he's generally like genuinely like, oh my god, where I'm sure he figured it out, but he's like, oh my god, where did that come from? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wild. And it's so strange, like the way that they actually do it. It just looks like, it honestly like looks like he's just like bleeding from the mouth at first because it's like not a close enough shot to be obvious. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of con- yeah, yeah. If you don't know what it is, it is a little we off putting. Like, yeah, when you first see it. <laughs> um so that's a fun little interaction where robbie's teasing him but then jonah calls peter into his office and specifically calls him peter which both robbie and peter are like that's odd that he called me by my first name Um, but it makes sense when he gets in there because jonah's like hey do you know anything about felicia's disappearance because between you and me anastasia hardy's actually staying at my place and she's really worried and i really care about them and i'm wondering if you can help me out which is very sweet and a different side of jonah we don't normally see 
Yeah, and I I mean I know it's like really minor, but I love interweaving him into this in that way. Like that we already yeah. have an established relationship between Jameson and the Hardys, so like it makes sense and then this is an easy way for oh, yeah. Spider-Man to connect with 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 Anastasia again, right? Like it's it's so I mean it's just it's a it's it's going to be the kind of thing that I I I have a feeling really is going to come up in like every episode of this season where it is just sort of like they they have these established connections between this wide cast of characters. And they really are just using it in this season, like in every episode, like Jonah did not need to be in this episode at all, but like putting him in here, like makes perfect sense and like helps the narrative flow better. No, for sure. It's one of the things that the best shows we've talked about do where it's like, these people exist. Let's not pretend they don't exist. You know, it's one of the things that 2017 frustrated us about because it's like, you've already introduced Miles. He is here. Stop pretending he doesn't exist. And it's one of the things Spectacular did so well where it's like, all these characters exist, right? Even the little Mm -hmm. minor ones. So like, acknowledge when they would be around, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's cool that this show is doing that now because this show is so fascinating. I mean, the first season is like so different than everything else. When you compare the first season to what they're doing right here in the fourth season, it's like night and day, you know, Mm -hmm. it's incredible. So I love that too. Like, like you said, it's so minor, but it really speaks volumes about like where they're at storytelling wise. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it helps Peter know where to find Anastasia because she did not, or he did not know where she was until this point. So of course Mm -hmm. he tells Jonah like, Oh, I don't know anything. Cause like, how would Peter Parker know anything? Uh, but he takes note that I can now go talk to Anastasia. Yes, um, he does. But it does not go <laughs> well. No. Anast- Anastasia, she is such an interesting character, but I do appreciate, like, she's really not likable, <laughs> honestly. Like, like no. I think, like, written, written like that. Like, she fucking hates that Spider-Man is there at Jonas Ben House. <laughs> she's like, how dare you come here? And he's like, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying <laughs> to find your daughter and help you from... I know there are supervillains involved in this situation. I am a superhero who fights supervillains. I yeah. can. I. I'm the person you go to for help. She's like, no, yeah. there's nothing anyone can do. I wish. I wish I knew what to do, but there's nothing to do. I'm like, truly. Oh my god. Truly, Felicia's mother. They are truly of the same DNA. So true. She says all, but my life is crumbling around me. Actually, right. No one could help. No one, nothing. It's like I'm literally right here. I'm literally right here offering my help, literally saying I can help you. No, there's nothing. I wish I knew what to do. And he's like, you know what? Fucking fine. Take the spider tracer. Just fucking tell me when you're ready to let me help you. My God. And then she dips out. You'll get over it eventually. (laughs) Right. Right. It's like, okay, fine, fine. Um, Then he leaves. And then like, to be fair, he does get through to her because once she has the spider tracer, um, she leaves a message for Jonah saying that she is going to go home. So she's at least like working up the courage to put to to make some kind of momentum rather than just like hiding and doing nothing and worrying that there's nothing Mm -hmm. that anyone can do yeah it's interesting too because when that happened i was like what in the world is this like what is this development i don't understand why she goes from like drinking her coffee hiding at jonah's to being like i'm done but then they address it like really quickly because like the next thing that happens is hardesky wakes felicia up to help her break out of fisk tower 
knowing he won't be able to escape. And then she does get out and goes home to find Anastasia, who then delivers the spider tracer to Felicia. So it actually was like a perfect progression of things where like she doesn't let on to Spider-Man that sh- that he got through to her. But he d- she does realize like pretty instantaneously like, OK, I do have a tool now. Right. Like she's not stupid. Yeah. Like she's powerful and like knows what yeah. she's doing. So she's not going to take advantage or like take for granted the situation. But it was just funny her immediately being like, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't give her I didn't give her enough credit. And I should have. Yeah. She knew what was up. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's also like sad to see. I mean, I glossed over it, but like it's sad to see Felicia and, and her dad like figuring out how to get Felicia out and Felicia being like, but you can't come with me. Like, I don't know. That yeah. always gets me. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's an, it's an easy, it's an easy button to push, but I think it's always effective. Yeah. yeah. yeah I also like when they're escaping, they even like make a call out of it. Like Hardesky has like some kind of gas or something that like a gas bomb or whatever. That he's like, I stole it from the lab or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. what is it? What does it do? Like he just throws some white gas out as they're running and there's nobody else around. Right, like, just was a smoke it- screen for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait no you know what it was i remember what it was i remember what it was it's a smoke oh. screen and then there are lasers and then they do like cat acrobats over like acrobatics oh. over the lasers how did i miss that okay never mind it's so I brief it is so ran. brief okay. it's like as the scene always. transitions that must i be, remember okay. it because it's funny to watch john hardesky who i think is like in slacks or whatever like leap over these lasers <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just, yeah yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I I must have just not been looking at my television for like uh point five sec or like point five seconds. So truly yeah. enough time it takes to blink, so it's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have liked a fuller sequence, but the yeah, show moves so fine. fast. Yeah. Uh, well we needed more time for shield. <laughs> so we need to have a shield action sequence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally important. <laughs> um so this tracer, uh, well, yeah, and and I think like we reference it. Yeah, she gets home, finds Anastasia, gives Felicia the spider tracer. So now Felicia has the spider tracer, which she then activates to meet Spider Man. So uh, Spider Man goes meeting, assuming that he's going to uh, going to meet Anastasia, uh, activating the spider tracer. But it's like, why am I at a biker bar? Which is just so funny that like Felicia is just like, well, why don't we meet at a biker bar? <laughs> like, why not? That seems fun. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but but it's Black Cat, which he's like surprised about. And it's just like, I mean, last time we met, you like kicked me a bunch and knocked me out, so I'm not really okay with this. Um, but she's like, no, actually, I'm here. I'm on your side. I'm here. I need you to help me save Hardesky. Um, her reasoning, Hardesky is responsible for making her the super soldier she is today, which allows Spider-Man to very quickly connect the dots. Like, wait. <laughs> So you took the Captain America super soldier serum. Um, She's like, okay, you you put those dots together pretty quickly. All right. She also admits that she was originally hired by the Kingpin to kill Spider-Man, but doesn't want to. And Spider-Man's like, I have a lot of questions about this, but before they can go into anything further, shield uh, interrupts with the goo guns, trying to goo Spidey. Agent X is like, I'm going to goo ya. I'm going to goo ya. I'm back and I'm going to goo ya. Back with her goo. Before we talk about S.H.I.E.L.D., not that there's much to talk about. It's just an action sequence. I I have so much to say. Just kidding. Yes. Do not. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, but you know what I do think is sort of interesting is like, I I do, one of those things that's like the disc, I'm, I'm curious if you have a better, like, 
I don't know, a reasoning for it. Cause I'm sure we could figure, you know, we could headcanon something or maybe explain sure. something, but like it is, I understand intellectually the fun of the dynamic of Spider-Man and black cat, not knowing each other's identities, even though they know them in real life, like I, real life. Right. I love that. I, I love that dynamic in anything oh, yeah. whenever it's two superheroes and don't realize they actually know their secret identities, but don't know their secret identities. I love mm-hmm. that. I do have a hard time understanding why, Black Cat doesn't tell Spider-Man that she's Felicia Hardy, given that Felicia Hardy and Spider-Man already have like a personal relationship. Like, I don't really get what Black, what Felicia thinks that she gains or is protecting by Spider-Man not knowing. Like, obviously, generally secret identity makes sense, but like. I don't understand why her – because that would be an instant trust thing if it's like, I'm Felicia. I took the super soldier serum. We're going to rescue my dad. You know me, Spider-Man. And he's like, okay, I I trust you. Like, I I think we got all the reasoning we need at the beginning of the episode when she nearly takes his mask off and then decides – no, this would be more fun if he chose to do this. I think this is all foreplay for Felicia Hardy. <laughs> I don't think it has anything more to do with like, this is thrilling for her. I think oh, she wants so either real. for him to reveal it or she wants him to figure it out. She, Oh my God. I think she yep. views herself in a power position because she, she knows he knows her, but he doesn't know he knows her. That's and and she is so frequently in like all of her other relationships been in a in a power dynamic where she is not the one in power and now she finally gets to be like in one of her you know he's not her boyfriend but like in like a flirtation situation where she truly is in power and has like full agency in the situation yeah like I think it's that's fun for gotta her. be I think so she gets off fun. On it. I yeah, I think that oh, I love that. I think that's all See, it is. Like would it make more yeah. sense? Would it build more trust? Yeah, right. but then it wouldn't be as fun. Fun. Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm so glad I asked that question because I think that is the perfect answer. <laughs> and that that feels so fundamentally black cat too, but in yeah. a way that still makes sense for this version of Felicia too. Oh, that that I really think it's rules. one of the things that makes characters like her fun. Where it's like are you making objectively the better choice? Probably not, but you are making the more fun choice for yourself and therefore for us, you know? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's so good. Perfect. That's all I think it is. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I love it. I love it. A plus. I'm I'm so on board with that. Great. Yeah. We'll see if it holds up, but I think it'll hold up even if it sort of gets crumbly at some points. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can always come back to like what she said and and the fact that she's playing with her food you know like i think Mm -hmm. if that's the way you think about it it's different than any other she's not a villain but she is a bit of an antagonist right so like it's different than anything we've seen on this show but we haven't seen anything like her on this show yeah no that's so true we haven't really seen someone so mischievous and so one who like she's she's not as much of an anti-hero as some anti-heroes are but like she she sort of like toes that line and in an but in an interesting way like she's yeah yes yes i like that yeah i like that a lot yeah it's all cool. foreplay oh, that rules that rules i love it <laughs> he doesn't know it but that's what it is uh-huh uh-huh and then we get to talk about shield which is an instant boner killer <laughs> i know right she is look you know what this i will say a good thing for this sequence that i like is that 
it is a way it, this is this is a way to get spider-man on my motorcycle in a way that i love because yeah. he's on the motorcycle but it's because but, because but black cat is the one driving it and he's just sort of forced to be along for the ride because he's of course out of wedding yeah. <laughs> spider-man on the back of a motorcycle rules a plus a plus <laughs> and That's i love exactly it, like, he's so... where spider-man belongs like i'll take peter parker on his like nerdy bike like, yes. which is still a motorcycle, but Spider-Man belongs on the back. <laughs> yes. He does not. He should not be driving it. <laughs> right. Right. And he should be like freaked out. Like, this is not like I'm I'm meant to be swinging through the skies. I'm not meant to be on a motorcycle. Therefore, me being on the back of a motorcycle while someone is driving erratically terrifies me. I'm going to be yeah. scared the entire time. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to be backseat it's driving. Great. I'm going to be obnoxious about it. Like, A+. plus. This is what I want to see. It is yeah. the least cool thing for Spider-Man in the world intentionally. And that's what makes it so fun. Right. Which is which makes it I mean. Like versions of Peter Parker who didn't have the motorcycle, which is most versions of Peter Parker, especially in animation, if not all of them, um, mm-hmm. like is perfect for that very reason. Like it makes mo- so much more sense for him to be like nervous and weirded out and like feeling like he's not in control uh, on the back of a motorcycle if he's never actually ridden a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, and again, <laughs> she's literally in the driver's seat, so love it she loves it he hates it <laughs> yeah she's into it <laughs> we also got a fun little blade reference i thought that was cute it was just like like do you take driving lessons from blade while she's jumping a motorcycle oh like <laughs> i forgot yeah. about that i was like what blade reference but mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> they do end up shaking shield eventually i mean it's a whole sequence that's way longer than it needs to be but i do it's fine if only because it's like black cat and spider-man having fun shaking shield it's not fun because of shield right so it still ends up being okay maybe a little bit longer but whatever ultimately because they kind of have this like moment where they shake shield together um spider-man's like okay maybe you're not trying to kill me after all and maybe (laughs) i can help you enough or you can help me enough um to to figure this all out but i'll team up on one condition and that's that you return the motorcycle because he's a huge nerd and he's lecturing her about stealing shit good god (laughs) that's so fun i love that dynamic though it's i like that yeah it's a good dynamic i think doesn't he even have i think he has a line when he's like he's like i don't team up with anyone and i'm like since the guy who teamed up with blade punisher x-men daredevil he doesn't iron team man up with women. war machine <laughs> venom he teamed up with fucking venom like yeah. and he can't and he and it is, yeah as soon as a hot lady wants to team up with him he's like um i don't i don't do team ups like he's scared off, he's scared of women <laughs> he's intimidated he is intimidated by a strong hot yeah. lady who has yeah. more power than he does 100 <laughs> percent, what it is yeah i think he even remarks at certain points that like she's as strong as i am or stronger i don't remember like exactly but he comments on how strong she is yeah well, i think you're right she's fucking she's just captain america in, yes. like here like what did yeah. you expect man <laughs> <laughs> Right, he learns it soon enough that he shouldn't be surprised. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so back at Fisk Tower, 
So we see this plan to save the cat and stop Kingpin in action. Basically, the way they pull this off is Spider-Man dresses like the cat in the full-on cat suit, which, by the way, I love the full-on cat suit because it's just this all-black suit, except it has sunglasses, black sunglasses, and also, like, clearly, like, tennis shoes that are drawn that also just happen (laughs) to be completely black. Very funny. Doesn't he have, like, (laughs) kind of a really rudimentary harness on, too? I think something like got that. like some yeah. straps on his chest. <laughs> like it's it's hard to tell because he's like all black, so like it's yeah. just like the faintest lines on things. But yeah, I think you might be right. But yeah, so so Spidey's in that in dressed dressed in that outfit, pretends to be the cat escaping, um, uh, you know, and then like pretends to get caught and thrown back in the cell uh, with Black Cat, basically. Which you know, so everything looks normal from Kingpin's perspective. Like, okay, all my prisoners are imprisoned. But meanwhile, while they were doing that, the actual cat was freed, sneaks into Landon's lab, and deletes the Super Soldier serum before Landon can replicate it and create an entire Super Soldier army for Kingpin which was what the plan was all along. Yes. A few things. I love the way that they portray Landon beginning to like replicate the super soldier formula is just two open little big beakers of pink and green fluid that he just puts in a computer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the super soldier serum. Dump it right on in there. (laughs) Also, I fucking love the cat's delivery of like, one should never believe everything you see. (laughs) Like, man, just do the thing. <laughs> but I do love it. Yeah, it's fun. And he's it. just like type. He's just typing on a computer oh, and then he just hops around, God. types on another computer and then has to hit that gigantic button that says delete on it. I know. Right. So right. much typing ultimately to just hit delete. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and the fact that you could just type, go from one computer to another and mm-hmm. just continue typing where you left off. Love yeah. it. I love, I love 90s yeah. tech. It's so good. He's a genius. <laughs> He's a genius. Only key that says anything is delete. Love it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So good. So, so good. Oh my God. <laughs> so as a result of the shenanigans, even though they haven't fully figured out the shenanigans, right? The shenanigans are still obnoxious to Kingpin. So he decides like, all right, they're where they need to be, but I actually don't really need them anymore because Landon is working on replicating the super serum. So I'm going to take who I think is the cat, it's Spider-Man disguised, and Black Cat, and now we can dispose of them. We're going to kill them. His way of doing this is to bring them onto his stealth skyship and I guess just like drop them out like he planned, like he almost did with Doc Ock. I don't know mm-hmm. if this is like his new thing. It's to just like drop people out of airships, but it's you know two what? episodes in a row now where that's been his solution. I mean, it's effective, I guess. He's kingpin. He can literally pop their heads. True. Like, but this is cleaner. Just drop them out of a plane. I guess so. Cleaner for him, not, you know, the people down sure. below. Yeah, he keeps his suit clean, I guess. Uh, but that's what he's trying to do, right? This actually confused me at first because I was like, are they on the airship or at the tower? Are they on the airship or are they at the tower? Last yeah. thing, the thing you talked about, the first stage of the plan was all in the tower. And then we switched to the skyship so that he can drop them out of the skyship. <laughs> sure. Yeah, whatever. Thing is, it's Black Cat and Spider-Man, right? So it's not just like a guy and a super soldier. It's a super soldier and a superhero. So they easily defeat all of Kingpin's goons. However, they encounter someone else who's wrapped up in the story that I kind of forgot was wrapped up in the story, because I think at the end of all this, he didn't need to be wrapped up in it at all, and that is Mm -hmm. Dr. Octopus. (laughs) 
Yeah, I totally forgot he was involved at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did too. But he's here again, um, and he immediately snags Black Cat as a hostage, which is smart because Spider-Man's like, okay, I shouldn't act up if he can kill yeah. Black Cat. That would have worked, except that he immediately then tries to throw her out of the skyship, which fails. But even if it worked, then Spider-Man has nothing to worry about and he can just like fight because you just killed black cat and I'm raging now. This would all made no sense to me. The, no. the doc Ock of it all made no sense. And I'll also say what's kind of a bummer is that like the progression of events is Spidey and black cat, you know, are backed into this, into this ship. Then the door opens, black cat just keeps walking back and just falls off. Spidey has to rescue her. He rescues her, brings her back in the ship. She kicks like one person. And then immediately after that, Doc Ock shows up, kidnaps her or, or takes her hostage immediately after that, then throws her out getting again. Getting rid of his hostage. <laughs> like, it's just getting rid of his hostage. Like, not only it kind of like, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm okay with, with Kat making mistakes, but it is kind of a bummer that she's like, first appearance, she like, False gets taken hostage, like it's thrown out again, and all from like a stupid reason from Doc Ock. To like none of it really makes any sense. You it know, doesn't make Cat look good. It doesn't make Ock look good. Like nobody really comes out looking good in the situation. Actually, if they if this is what they needed the sequence to be, the easiest thing to do would be to just have her fall, him save her, and then have him get captured by Doc Ock and knocked out and then thrown. They both they both right. almost fall. <laughs> right, which I think would be fine because I I I. I mean, it's Black Cat's first appearance. Like, she should be just badass the whole time, you know? Like, yeah. I don't have an issue with her making mistakes because she's a new hero sometimes. Agree. But, like, and, and I will say, like, in the next episode, I feel like it is pretty equal where, like, she gets into scrapes and Spidey has to rescue her, but it's also vice versa where she rescues him a couple of times. In this one, I feel like it's her first appearance, and I feel like she keeps, like, the, in this sequence, she's the one who just needs rescuing over well, and over again. And it's kind of like, me, come on. <laughs> I would be fine with her making mistakes in this episode. I just hate that she has to be rescued a bunch. Like, that to me is, like, yes, where yes, it's a pain. Because yes. there is a build, right? This episode into next episode, there's, like, a build of their dynamic that I think benefits from her being yeah. a little bit green, you know? Um, but her mm-hmm. being green and her having to be rescued all the time don't have to coincide. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, also, Doc Ock just didn't need to be here. I don't know why he's it's involved. Yeah. I, I, maybe, maybe this continues. Maybe the Anastasia and Ock of it all continues, and that's just why he's here. But like, I really thought this was going to pay off more than it did, and it really doesn't. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think that it was just he was just part of the story in part one, so they felt like they had to include him in part two. But it's like there's already a kind of a lot happening, so we just we didn't need it, you know? Like he kind of accomplished his mission in the first in the first part like we didn't need it anymore yeah you know yeah it was clever yeah. how they involved him initially and then they just didn't know what else to do with him i guess um, yeah yeah and then this is where like shield shows up anyway so it's like doc ock isn't even sort of like the biggest thing going on like he fails to throw her out of the ship and then shield shows up and then mm-hmm. that's kind of the end of the doc ock of it all i mean there's a little bit <laughs> but like that's it Yep, I forgot Shield showed up in the scene actually. <laughs> this is <Honestly>. where <laughs> this is where Shield showing up actually kind of makes sense to me though, cuz this is where like yeah. you have all of Kingpin's people on the airship and then you have Shield come in and this allows all of the Kingpin having kind of a whole army of goons not be in the foreground anymore. Like they're occupied with Shield and so you can just focus yeah. on 
what Spider-Man and Black Cat are doing, which is kind of what happens because yeah. Kingpin watches all this. Like he watches this chaos break out. And while he's watching it and shit's kind of like going down on the airship, Landon reports that the cat destroyed, destroyed the formula. So he's like, well, fuck, everything's going wrong here. Yeah. Like his delivery of like, what? No, so is so good. So, so good. good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This man has an Emmy but, for yeah. a reason. <laughs> Or was yeah. nominated for an Emmy? Did he win it for this? I don't uh, remember. I I don't remember. But he was nominated, nominated at least. Which is still worth yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Cat does get like grabbed one more time in this in this battle, if I remember correctly, by Ak maybe or somebody, which I think bummed me out. At least I have a note that says that. I don't remember, but I, I feel like surprised. she gets grabbed one more time. Yeah, which is like, come on, she's been grabbed enough. Like, just let her kick ass and yeah. end the episode. It's fine. Um, they quickly defeat Doc Ock regardless, so it's like, it's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> they throw um, him out, and then he has a little parachute. <laughs> what is yeah, happening? Right. Why like, did we involve him? <laughs> yeah, honestly, seriously, just complete waste of time. They really um, shot all over nothing him. Interesting like, they there. basically said, like, you're not, you're not good anymore. <laughs> Kingpin is better yeah, than you. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> Fly away yeah, on your like, little parachute. I, <laughs> I never thought that I would be like, you know, in favor of like less Doc Ock and something, but in this right. case, <laughs> not needed. Do <laughs> him good least. or don't have him. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, before they finally dip out, Black Cat directs the stealth, shy, stealth sky ship. <laughs> mm, that was harder to say than I expected it would be, but. Uh, into the, you know, into the, of course, the river which of which nothing returns, uh, or from which nothing returns. The same river that Sly- Spider Slayers, Mary Janes, everyone has, has, mm-hmm. has fallen into Plenty and disappeared of forever. Plenty of vehicles. Yeah. Um, of course, this ship will just crash there and just, no one will dig it up. It'll just be there forever. <laughs> no yeah. survivors. Yeah. Um, I also like the brief bit where Spider-Man's like, I'm running out of webbing again. And then they jump out and he uses a ton of webbing for a web parachute. <laughs> Which, are we three for three? This has been three episodes yeah. and three web parachutes, I said, we're right? going 11 for 11, buddy. <laughs> Wild. I did not think that would even be possible. But like the fact me. that we're three in. Yeah, this season really is for you, huh? <laughs> Love it. It is weird though. Yeah. Like this show is so obsessed with the the web cartridge of it all, and they already had a moment of that earlier in the episode, and we saw him refill his web cartridge. So why is he talking about running out of webbing? <laughs> yeah, the fact that he specifically says I'm running out of webbing again, Cat should just be like, you, maybe you should work on your <laughs> your webbing system, yeah. like figure out like more like what's happening here, man. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <sighs> well, they've basically. I guess defeated everybody involved at this point. Doc Ock is defeated. Kingpin didn't get what he wanted. Super Serum is deleted from the database. And the cat is out of Kingpin's clutches. So they've accomplished what they need to. Black Cat and Spider-Man part ways. And shortly after, Spider-Man listens in on a bit of hearty family melodrama. As John once again leaves his family in order to keep them and the world safe because again he's now the only one who knows about the super secret super serum formula um so he and spidey thwip knows too much he knows (laughs) far too much (laughs) so he and spidey thwip off spider-man is basically like helping him get away um and spider-man promises never to tell felicia where hardesky is hiding which is shield he just goes back to shield to be put back Mm -hmm. into protective custody which kind of sucks because protective custody at shield just looks like prison to me yeah 
they could just like give him like good quarters, give him like a little job at Shield or something. Like I don't understand why he has to just <laughs> like sit job. in a cell all day for the rest of his life. I don't know, like why John Hardesky's like serving stuff? lunch in the cafeteria to Shield agents. <laughs> okay, but like honestly though, the dude is like extremely skilled. Yeah. Like why don't and, and clearly incredibly intelligent. Like why why don't they let him do anything? I don't, I don't understand. Also, I don't trust Shield. To protect the That's guy true. who knows the super secret super serum serum really super soldier god damn the secret Whatever. super soldier serum formula. Serum. <laughs> I don't trust them. No, that's so true. But I guess yeah. Why don't they just yeah? Maybe he just knows that everyone, including Shield, will hunt him down if he doesn't go directly yeah. to Shield. But he's got Shield's he can, like he can make demands. Like he's in a position. To make demands. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he made. The, I mean, you know what though? We don't, we don't see anything post him being picked up by Nick Fury. So maybe it, this time he does make some demands. Let's hope so. Or something like that. Yeah, that's my hope. That's my hope. He does not belong in like a twelve by twelve cell with nothing. Yeah. In it. Right. <laughs> right. Not, they showed like a book. Right. They showed Chameleon in that cell. There is nothing in there. It's miserable. It's yeah. It's truly awful sucks yeah well well oh well we we can we will we will safely head canon that hard as he is like very comfortable in the shield helicarrier for the rest of his life he better be yeah <laughs> yeah well <laughs> the episode ultimately ends with spider-man realizing he can't dump his grief on felicia now because she's also grieving the loss of her father once again which i guess is nice uh but he does wonder I, I, but i yeah, I was just gonna say, I, I, but I do, I feel like that's so real, though, right? Like the second oh, it is that real. you've yeah. learned that someone else has is going through shit, you're sort of like, well, I'm not gonna dump my shit on them, even though like you probably could confide in each other and like share that's each other's thing. grief. It does feel, it feels weird, but but like I go through that all the time, or just sort of like, I don't, do I feel comfortable approaching this person now and dump in, and and like in almost every scenario, like it would be fine to just. A, like people aren't going to be like, I'm busy being sad. Leave me alone. Like no one's like, most people aren't like that, but it, it does feel, it, it is hard sometimes I know. to like overcome that fear or feel like you are dumping on someone who already has it bad enough right now. Like, yeah. I, I told, I think that's, that is extremely realistic for him to have that, that, you know, to have that thought. It is very real. And I don't think he's wrong for having that concern. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, he is just so desperate to talk to somebody, and he has so few options, at least how he oh sees God, it at the moment, right? So mm. um, it, it, it's also, I mean, like you said, you don't have to dump it on her. Like, you you could just go hang out, you know? That's okay. You True, just yeah. Hang out. <laughs> uh, but he does have this new person that he's like, well, maybe, maybe I can at least find some solace in, like, this newfound maybe ally that i have in the black cat which is funny because that is felicia <laughs> yeah it is very funny i like it hey that, that's secret identity dynamic so fucking fun man i love yeah. it <laughs> yeah it's, it's a good, good one it's good well faces the episode i we mentioned spidey on the motorcycle <laughs> i just like the safety first thing they make it a point to just be like well we're on a motorcycle better wear my helmet <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I do think that that literally was a a uh, snp like oh rule for sure in kids tv they had like you have to wear a motor uh, uh you have to wear a helmet if you're on a motorcycle but it's just so funny seeing spider-man in, in a motorcycle helmet and then you get the shot of both black cat and spider-man on the motorcycle with the motorcycle 
incredibly super powered people (laughs) (laughs) with help with this like the purple and blue motorcycle helmet it's Mm -hmm. so fun i just i love it it's it's such a such a such a cool uh, yeah such a cool frame and felicia's expression in this image is so funny so funny (laughs) so straight face no nonsense speaking of felicia's felicia um oh my god i the hair physics that they do with her as black cat sometimes like it and it's it's like sometimes it's like normal but other times like they just go hog wild with it's like almost like uh what's what's the marvel character medusa right Mm -hmm. the the inhuman with the hair power yeah it's like they go like full on medusa with her they just give her like these like when she's flipping around like they'll just make her hair like ten thousand times bigger than it was before just every go flow in every which way it's like it's it's just amazing what they do with the hair physics sometimes it's wild (laughs) she honestly looks like an 80s rocker in this grab like it's awesome oh yeah she looks she looks like right out of gem or mm-hmm. something like it's yeah it's it's good it's i love it glam rock <laughs> <laughs> and those abs holy shit oh my god those abs right you lord <laughs> shredded <laughs> uh, boy i'm really liking i'm really liking this season so far me too um, these are really really well constructed episodes like truly like very few <laughs> issues with these like there's so like like i feel like if, if your worst issue is like i feel like shield was in it a little bit too much like i don't know you're doing something pretty right you know like it's it's well it's just yeah. i think i think the problems that i have with it are simply like there's a little bit too much shield and you could have figured out a better thing to do with Doc Ock. I only have those issues because they kind of masterfully wove them into the beginning of the story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so they're, all, they're doing yeah. something so well. Uh, all, like, I, like I can't have an issue if they weren't already doing something very, very well. So it's, it's an interesting sort of yeah. problem to have with the episodes. Cause it's like, I don't know, like you're doing cool shit you weren't doing before. So I can't be too mad at mm. it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm into it. Good stuff. I'm You're juggling so many I'm pieces. I'm so excited. Keep doing it. It's such a great Yeah, and I think it is a good even though I think that she falls and gets <laughs> grabbed a, little, a couple times too many times. It's my biggest It's like generally Yeah, it's generally a really good introduction for Black Cat as a character and I think like you are left with this episode like just really excited to see more from her and what yeah. her partnership with Spider-Man is going to be like mm-hmm. like cuz it's like there's so much room for that like I love that they don't instantly like work well together. Like they fight well yeah. together side by side, but it's not like instantly like cool. I've got a sidekick now, you know. Like mm-hmm. it is, it is like a very sort of reluctant, sort of uneasy partnership, which is like the best sort thing that you'd sort of want from this sort of uh this this sort of partnership, right? Like a superhero, yeah. like kind of anti-hero partnership. Like I think that that's it's so effectively done, and like it makes it so exciting to see how it's going to grow over the course of the season. Yeah. I think it's super fun. I'm excited for it. Well, if you're excited for more from Doug and I, you can find more bonus episodes or just if you just want to support us, the best way to support us is on Patreon. Got Patreon. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash wobbling web snappers. Uh, we got some bonus episodes, um, you know, just a great way to help us keep doing what we're doing. Um, <laughs> and keep our technology from being pieces of shit oh like God. they have been this um, week. <laughs> don't even want to think about that right now just um, saying that's a yeah. great way to support Look, us directly 
did, I ended up not having to buy a new microphone, knock on wood. So that's a good sign. But <laughs> it seems like I might have to in the near future. And that would be uh, really helpful. So yeah. uh, help, help me fund that. Um, you can also check out our Discord. Link to that, of course, is in our show notes. That's uh, where you can connect with us and any other listeners of the show and just talk about Spider-Man or just like whatever else you want to. Um, so check us out there and uh, talk about whatever we want there. Uh, but otherwise, if you want to find us and everything we're doing, Doug, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at IckyBooley, I-C-K-Y-B-O-O-L-E-Y. You can also listen to me on a podcast called Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast, and a podcast called Novel Gaming, where my friend Katie and I get together and talk about all the media we've been consuming lately with a focus on books and video games. Derek, what about you? Sure, you can find me on Twitter at Derek B. Gale. You can also find my podcast, Gimmicks, which looks at the high-concept, experimental, structure-breaking, gimmicky episodes of TV with a different show and a different guest for every episode. Of course, that's anywhere you get your podcasts, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at GimmicksPod. Doug and I also have a monthly podcast called Falling with Style, an ongoing Pixar movie marathon where we watched every Pixar film chronologically. And though we had kind of wrapped that up before, we dusted off the feed for Elemental since that just came out earlier this month. So you can check that episode out anywhere you get your podcast. Just look up the Falling with Style feed and follow it. So then, you know, anytime a Pixar movie drops or if we drop any other bonus Pixar episodes, you'll see it there on the Falling with Style feed. Hell yeah. You can also find a full archive of those episodes along with all episodes of Walloping Web Snappers on our website, wallopingwebsnappers.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Walloping Web Pod. You can email us at wallopingwebsnapperspodcast at gmail.com. And of course, rate, review, and subscribe to us on all podcast platforms. Next week... Spidey continues to reluctantly team up with Black Cat. Technically, though, I don't think he would consider to team up. She's tries no. to make it a team up, but it's not really much of a team up from his <laughs> perspective, unfortunately, because it happens when Craven returns in the episode "The Return of Craven." Welcome back, just in time for all this Craven content. Mm-hmm. Yep, some good, some probably not. Bye. Bye. <laughs>